0: Hello, today you'll be listening to episode one of the podcast. We haven't quite decided on a name yet, but I'm sure it will come around. I'll be your host, Pat, and Leon will be your co-host. You'll get to know us in just a minute, but as an overview, today we'll be talking about our origin story, quite a bit about Call of Duty, some competitive gaming, streaming services, which would also include the upcoming game streaming services. If you want to skip around, the timestamps should be in the description. Without further ado... what's up guys
1: i'm leo it's leo now pat leo i I think it's been i think it's been long enough
0: okay leo i'm just horrible with names you know that it's not even you it's just everyone
1: no i get it you know like once once
0: i once i learn a person's name as one way it's hard for me to change it so like there's this guy i know on xbox a friend of a friend his name is his gamertag is envy or it was envy should i say and he changed his gamertag and i met him in real life yet to him yet to me his name is still envy and he's just like i don't get it why do you still call me envy no one calls me envy his game this is his gamertag from like a year or two ago and it's just my once my brain locks down a name to a person it's hard to change so
1: that being said yeah You were probably, when you came down to Florida, you were probably the only person that called me Leah, Leon, ever. And, like, my girlfriend was so thrown off. And that's because back in PlayStation 3 days, my original Game Attack or PSN was Leon950510.
0: That's what it was. Yep. that's that's also where we met uh, yeah so i mean backstory yes. so i back in high school little money didn't have any income living with the family obviously um and i i gathered some money or maybe it was like a hey what do you want for christmas type deal i don't know what it was now everyone i played with in my neighborhood had an xbox but in my head i'm like i have no income so Xbox Live costs $5 a month that I don't got. So it was like, you know what? I'm going to do the smart thing. I'm going to I'm gonna get a PS3. Back then, it was free. Now it costs money. But back then, it was free. And I hopped on my PS3 around Christmas. Black Ops 1 days. Call of Duty Black Ops 1. And, you know, I didn't even have a mic yet. I didn't have a mic yet. And I hopped on. Call of Duty, which is the game I had been playing over my friends' houses forever on Xbox, hopped on my PS3, and started my grind of Call of Duty.
1: Wow. Wow, wow. You know, my story is very similar. And in the sense that um, I also thought that I couldn't afford 5 $6 a month to play on Xbox Live. I knew that everybody had it. But once I found out that you can play online on the PS3 for free, that was it. Especially yeah. for like... Because it was a hard sell to tell my parents, hey, can you pay for me to play online? For me to play video games? Right. That was a tough sell back then.
0: And it was just like... If I am able to gather, like, five hours a month, that's going to go to new games, not for the ability to play them online when there's another option out there for free. And, like, I don't regret the choice at all. I mean, that's how I met
1: Me neither. You. Um, Me neither, yeah.
0: So, a few months in, came across a group of people playing in the lobby, um, didn't have a mic. <laughs> I don't know if, I'm pretty sure, were you already there in the group? Or I I think maybe we came around the same time. That part's a little hazy for me. But I know I didn't have a
1: mic. I think that what started happening was that we, like, I know that there was a core group of, like, men, or this core group of guys that I met (laughs) up with while, while I was just playing back in the days when TDM was actually fun to play um because fuck
0: that match on call of Duty. yep
1: yes yes um and then i mean i was a good player by then and by i good i mean you know i could i could hold a a good KD during a match and i could yeah. you know right like, you, you know you, you so you like, can go
0: in there when you play by yourself and you want to play t i don't know back then it was just TDM. like yeah. there was free for all but even though i was a solo player like you play online to play with friends even if you don't have them yet it's you can make friends by playing online if you're playing yeah. in a, a a team match. So like, yeah, yeah. I f- I found a group of guy a guys uh, from men. If you want to go by what Leo says, um, <laughs>
1: <well>. <laughs> and
0: um, like we started playing, and I think the fact that I didn't have a mic kind of got me into the group because all I was was a number at that point, and and some messages <laughs> like, hey, can you pick me up? like can we play together Oh and my God,
1: dude.
0: um we, we just started playing and then like of course from that point on it's like i have a group of friends online now that i'm playing with and we all play call of Duty together and it's fun i need to get a mic like that that was the next step it was like i need to be able to talk did you have a mic i don't like again I, my memory I, is
1: so poor no i again same thing i didn't I, I didn't have a mic i so desperately wanted to actually at first I was using a Bluetooth headset, like the old, you know, those Motorola Bluetooth headset. Oh,
0: dude, that reminds, yeah, no, you know what, yep, not even that, okay, so now you just remind me what my first headset was, so I went into GameStop, because everyone went into GameStop back then, and... You know what I got? I got the PlayStation Bluetooth headset. And you know what that thing was? It was exactly like a like a like you said like the Motorola Bluetooth. And they like it just hooked onto your ear and it was just a mic and you could hear game chat and you play it, you pump that audio through TV for the game. And, yeah. and all you yeah. hear is the people talking in your ear and yeah. That's when like yeah. everything kicked off. I started talking to you and I started talking to Mike's aim name and and Blanco and who else was in it? Uh,
1: Alexis. Ale- Alexis Alexis Alexis
0: six one oh or something like that. Yeah. I think it was yeah. he didn't have a mic. I know that yeah. much.
1: The entire but he time. was good. In, oh he was good at
0: Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. he, he would hold we would all be doing bad, he'd hold the whole team down. I mean no, we we would hold the team down too, but he he he. There's something abnormal about how good he was at the game. Like, it, it, from my memory, at least.
1: Yeah. No. Me too. I would see him play, and he was very strategic. I mean, it. My memories are so obscure. Yeah. Um, I mean, this was eight nine years ago.
0: Nine years ago, dude. <laughs> so now we joined this group. uh We're playing online. It's a clan. That's that's what it is. Now, Leon, what what was what was the name of this clan again?
1: <laughs> we were called the sluts. Where are we now? Okay. Yeah. So we were called um... the sluts. That was a great name, and <laughs> yeah. I thought it was so clever because I was just like, you know, yeah, we're, playing we're... a Call of Duty clan <laughs> Call the sluts. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And not even that—you can't put that as your clan tag in Call of Duty. So we had to get, get real creative. Like it was like dollar sign one UT or something like that, if I can remember correctly. Like. Yeah. It, that was like we had to make a work around um it it was good times
1: Man, i just remember we would i i i remember having like like every night it was consistent if you get on at a certain time it was consistent like six player parties yeah
0: no, oh my god the problem was we had too many people like there's always that guy who's like oh, i i'll play later or i'll I'll just go play dom or whatever like i, I don't <sighs> feel like like uh, Oh, and so the also yeah you know you described it earlier and you said men that that's that's actually correct that's a good way to describe it because it was that dynamic so personally i don't think we knew how old alexis was at the time for a while
1: yeah
0: but we we i feel, I feel like we kind of knew he was somewhere around our age um and it was me you and then everyone else i'm talking these dudes are like 30 or like i don't know
1: yeah but but yeah. like
0: that was the dynamic so we weren't Clan leads or anything like that. We were just the slightly better. We were the young stock with the good accuracy. That's what we were. Yeah. Like yeah. we we were the ones who who won the games, and we just kind of it was like everyone had their part. Like yeah. we had the shit, we had the shit talkers. We, we had the yeah. like more shit talkers, and then we had Those, us. <laughs> but then like,
1: like, but then like they were shit talkers, but like they knew, they knew how to shit talk. Yeah. of my language, but like they knew how to like pull it down. I just
0: remembered Mike's aim name was his name. And he he basically was the leader. But you know what he had? He had a soundboard piped into his headset. Remember that?
1: He oh used to yeah.
0: Play audio clips from like T V shows and everything. It's what your name is Toby Now let me hear you say it. Do you remember oh. that? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> I, dude, I am yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna get schooled by someone in the comments or whatever. I don't even know what that movie is, but
1: you neither like
0: the fact like when you heard that go off and we would just burst out laughing he, uh, there I was mean, family guy references. he played through the soundboard. oh yeah, uh, dude
1: I, like I that was that. oh my god i I miss I, that environment that was fun oh yeah. for
0: sure dude I, was so but funny. like i mean it, it was a good very very good time like black ops one uh everyone will disagree with me but black ops one dual hs10s i would go off with those like oh, i would man. run around for uh akimbo d- dual whatever you would whatever it was called back then i had two automatic shotguns the kick was great. Like, by the time I was empty a clip, I'm looking up in the sky. Like, that's how bad the kick was. But you would destroy people. And then there was the MP5 with the extended mag. MP11. I 11 The, the Famaz was, like, the go-to gun. But I never really fell in love with that gun. But I know it was good. And even using it, I knew it was good. And then there was the Commando with the suppressor. That was, like, the go-to suppressor gun, in my opinion. But, yeah, I mean, just... it was It was... Yeah, good times.
1: It, it, it it's funny cuz like in in Black Ops is where I mean we, even though we played together a lot, we kind of developed different different playing strategies. Like you were really into doing the obscure thing Oh, challenges. dude! I, I still
0: to this day i love like well yeah challenges like i feel like i'm a completionist i say that but like every game i pick up i never finish but like just gr- that grind like the grind of challenges and getting to the end um i won't get to it later for sure but like the newest call of duty like dude i just hit max rank i i don't want know anyone else on my friends list right now at max rank and that may just be because like the burnout the call of duty burnout like it this game's we started playing Black Ops 1 9 years ago. Right? It was that yeah. is not 9 years. Now, even before that, there was World at War, Monofare, well Monofare 2, World at War and Monofare 1. I played all those two. I just didn't have my own console at that point.
1: Yeah. So like Yeah.
0: That's 12 <laughs> years of Call of Duty. Now, there's people out there who are like, "Oh, Call of Duty is just a shooter." Or like the the is so toxic and there's truth in what you're saying. I, I I will I will not deny that like there's toxic people in the community and all that, but like you got to have both sides of the coin. There's a lot of toxicity, but like there's also great friendships and everything that are built out of it. Like,
1: oh yeah, I mean, and I, that and that is just that overpowers the toxicity. I mean, Call of Duty today is bigger and for better sure. than oh, it was like- nine years ago, for sure.
0: I, I agree. Unfortunately, like people have jobs, the Call of Duty burnout. Oh, so you know what? I'm actually scared. You know what really ended it, honestly, because the sluts, the clan we were in, was great. I don't think it died down completely, but it it was like starting to die down. A few Call of Duties later, like Black Ops One was definitely the heyday. What was after Black Ops One? That was Modern Warfare Three, right? Yes. Yep, yep. So I feel like we were still somewhat prominent in that game, too. But then, of course, you're talking about 30, 35-year-old men, maybe a little bit older, maybe a little bit younger, who have jobs, who have a full-time career and all this other stuff and have lives and kids and everything and and wives. I don't know if it said lives or wives, but both. Not all of them can get the new Call of Duty. So, like, right there alone, like, I feel like we lost a few people. With the switch over to the new game, Modern Warfare 3. On top of that, what, what? I mean, when did you switch to Xbox? I knew that happened somewhere, but like,
1: oh, am I jumping oh, yeah. the gun right well, now? Well, you, yeah, well, almost, you know, like, just to bring it back a little bit. Okay. When you were talking about you being a completionist, so you really focused on doing the obscure thing, and I. Started focusing on competitive Call of Duty. I started playing GB's game battles and yep. looking into major league gaming. And I, I, you know, would scrimmage all. I mean, I think that for the first half of the year for uh, Black Ops one game, I played regular, and then the second half I really tried to grind competitive Call of Duty. And mm-hmm. I think that eventually I made. Not to bring it back to what we were just talking i i switched to xbox
0: you made the jump
1: because of because of competitive call of duty because i knew that call of duty was played competitively and this was xbox.
0: mono for three days or yeah. was that okay that's what i thought okay i just wanted to make sure i was right on that yeah. okay so and i i'm still sitting in a situation where like Dude, where did you get this money for a three sixty? How you just gonna, how you just gonna drop me like that? Like I'm feeling betrayed, Leon. Like, like you're just gonna, and you're like, no, just come over to three sixty. I'm like, dude, I don't want to pay for Xbox Live Gold. Like, and like everyone's on PS three. Like, but here's the thing, you're on Xbox, um, Xbox three sixty. I was on PS three. But like I said before, before I had a console, all of my friends were on three sixty two. So it was just by chance that we both ended up on PS3. Yeah. But, so, like, the fact that you made the jump kind of, like, pushed me to make the jump, too. Because it's just, like... I feel like it was a little wild, though, right? Like, I don't feel like Mono for 3... You know what? There's an easy way to check. Do I have any challenge uh, achievements? Huh. So, let's see. I'm going to check my achievements here. Do I have any achievements from Mono for 3? Because if I do... That means I made the jump, but I feel like I took a. L- I definitely took some time from when you hopped, like, there was definitely a gap. There was a gap where we all basically lost touch a little bit, I would say.
1: Yeah, basically. I mean, we lost, yeah.
0: Okay, so I don't have any achievements for Monitor 3. So, what I believe happened was after Monitor 3 was Black Ops 2. That's what it was. Yep, Black Ops 2 i bought it's all coming back now i bought black ops 2 for ps3 and i want to say two to three months in i want to say i was like prestige eight and back then there was like 10 prestiges if i'm not mistaken prestige seven or eight and for some reason like i was just like you know what all my friends are on xbox 360 leon's on 360 sorry leo see I, I, i never learned
1: no that's okay you i mean we're, we're talking about 2012 here <laughs>
0: okay 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 so so i made the jump and when i say i made the jump i always said the dlc so i bought think about this i bought black ops 2 for 60 dollars. i bought the season pass for for what i believe was probably six uh 50 that's 110 right there then I bought Black Ops 2 again along with the 360 and the Season Pass to make the Switch. So that year alone, I probably invested like at least $500 into, into being able to play Call of Duty on the 360. Because I already invested into the vs 3
1: Okay, how did you get this money?
0: You know, to be honest, I have no idea. I don't remember. I was still in school, so I didn't have a job. Maybe it was like... Uh, beg my mom for like a gift type deal like maybe my birthday came around i'm pretty sure it was a used oh no you know what i think it was no what that was, that was my brother or maybe it was i know one of us in the family got the xbox 360 arcade edition and now if you remember right the arcade edition only had like five gigs of storage no internal hard drive it was all like you know how like the 360 had that like you a drive bay where you add your storage. Well, it also had, like, its internal storage, which was kind of different. It's hard to explain. Like, nowadays, we just plug in external drives. But on the 360, you could slide in an extra hard drive. Do you remember that? Like, uh, on the yeah. original 360, you had the cap. Like, you could drop the cap on. And then on the arcade edition, the slim model, you could, like, pop the lid open and slide a bay- uh, a drive in. Well, I think I got, like, either a used or, like, a, a new... 360 for probably a holiday like Christmas or something like that or my birthday.
1: I can't believe uh, Expo- Microsoft will get away with with this kind of like thing, you know, selling you a console with five gigabytes in it. That's just imagine oh, yeah, trying oh. to do that today.
0: Well, the, the, there's the thing. So storage, storage is always expand. Like the cost of storage is one of the fastest dropping prices, which is exciting for me because. Yeah i store a lot of movies on my computer i i I like to have okay so i don't want to get too far off topic but i i like i I made the switch to digital and we'll get into that later but like i don't really buy physical copies anymore i'll buy them for like the collector uh stuff but like digital digital's better for, in my opinion. I know there's those people who want the physical copy, but like with the whole Xbox Home system thing, like if I buy a digital copy, that means me and my brother can play the same game for the for one cost. You know, me and my brother only need one co- uh, Xbox Live Gold, and on and on and on. Like the more digital stuff you do, the more you can share it, and I'm sure that's intended. Like it, the cost savings and not having to manufacture the pamphlets and the cases and the disc and all that stuff is probably saving them a lot of money.
1: But um, you also do this with movies?
0: Yeah, um I download movies. Um they're and I store them on my computer and um they saw like a movie takes up about maybe like it depends what see that's another thing. Like are you talking ten eighty P, seven twenty P hopefully not seven twenty P anymore. Uh four K, like Depending on that and the audio Kodak, basically, like, is it surround sound and stuff like that. Um, you can go anywhere from, like, half a gig to, like, four gigs pretty easily. Sometimes up to 10 gigs. Now, if you're talking 4K, you can, like, shoot up to, like, the 15 gig area sometimes. Um, so that that eats up space if you want to save your movies. Not even movies. You know what really eats up the space? TV shows. I have every episode. <laughs> I have every single episode of Doctor Who on my computer. Every single one.
1: Doctor Who. Ah,
0: uh, dude, great show. Uh, fantastic I, show. I,
1: I believe you. I, you know, I just that. The, there's so many. There's just so many good shows nowadays. I know. I that, know. Like you just cannot watch them all. <laughs> like you can't. Yeah.
0: Okay. It's here too you go. Much. So Doctor Who started. I, I wish I knew the year, but this, this series has been going on for years. So what that means is some of the earlier seasons weren't HD; they were just 720p or whatever. Like they were just like the best qualities you can get aren't aren't always 1080p. So what that means is it's not going to take up, up as much space as some of these newer TV shows, but it's taking up 40 gigs on my computer at the moment, <laughs> and then that's a hundred. Just
1: just a Doctor Who of just a doctor who now okay now why do you store all these movies is it because you like having like a copy you know that, that way you don't rely on the internet or something
0: so i think what it is is there's that there's like it's hard to find these things online in a consistent place like doctor who you could probably watch on bbc but it wasn't always on bbc sometimes you can get them a little sooner if you go through the right methods i don't want to go too deep into all that but like and then there's uh the ability i can stream that on bbc i I believe right but can i stream that to any device in my house like i can easily do it on my computer i could probably do it on my phone but what about a tv you know So, like, having them all on my actual hard drive, I actually have a piece of software called Plex, and it's basically like a home media server, and it allows me to stream the content across all the devices in my house. And it it basically, imagine... That's nice. Yeah, no, imagine, um, yeah, have you had Comcast, Verizon, anything like that?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like... On demand. Imagine on demand.
0: Yeah, basically. But imagine on demand. You know how you have your catalog, you just click OK Play, but you have to pay money? Imagine that, but it's already on your computer. So you click OK Play on any device in your house and you have the bio there, you have the everything there and you just click Play and it works. We've gotten way off topic. But um, <laughs> that's that's why I download uh, copies of TV shows and movies to my computer. But that's also why it eats up a lot of space. Um, yeah. Going backtracking to the, the storage thing, uh, I just I was in Best Buy the other day. Five terabyte hard drive was for a hundred and six dollars. Five terabytes for a hundred and six dollars.
1: That's twenty dollars per terabyte.
0: That's ridiculous. Like
1: twenty one dollars and twenty cents. That is dude, ridiculous.
0: It's amazing, and I love it. But that being it's said, it's so much well,
1: cheaper than like iCloud.
0: You think? See, I, I haven't looked into those. I now use well, Google.
1: Well. Well, no. Well, like, well, I guess I, I pay a dollar for fifty gigabytes on the cloud. Now I think if you pay like five dollars a terabyte, I'm not sure, but
0: yeah, that's way more expensive. When you start looking down the road, right? Like when you start looking like two, three years down the road, and you've been paying that five dollars. Oh, dude, don't get me started on subscriptions. They're the I have too many subscriptions, (laughs) but like that that oh like. That's the, pro. like, everything's going to the subscription model nowadays. I, I want to wrap up the whole stores topic, and we can move on to, like, subscriptions and, like, streaming services. I want to talk about that. I download everything now. I have a hard drive hooked up to the back of my Xbox. I believe it's, like, 2 terabytes. And back then, I got it for, like, 60 bucks, 70 bucks maybe. Um, but I download all my games. So I try to keep all my games downloaded because it's nice to have digital, but if you can't fit it, then you kind of lose the benefit of having digital because if you have to go and download something every time you go to play something, it's not as convenient as the disc at that point.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, that being and said, you, and and like you know, a single disc costs sixty dollars. Yeah, know, a five. Well, you know, they part. don't
0: even they don't even put the full games on the disc anymore though. Even if you go oh. out and buy a disc, you come home, pop that disc in, and it's like go ahead, download the full game. I might as well buy digital anyway. Like if you're gonna make me download the full game. Okay, so I've always enjoyed Call of Duty. We've just talked about that, right? Last year for Black Ops 3? Is it Black Ops? I lose track. There's been so many Call of Duties. Was it Black last Ops 4, year? right? No, Black Ops
1: last, 4. Last year was, yeah, Black Ops
0: Black, 4. Black Ops 4, okay. So what I did, I heard that GameStop was giving out Black Ops 4 three hours early. So, of course, I want to be the first one in there, right? So what I did is I went to GameStop and got a physical copy and was able to download the game before anyone on the um the east coast where I live was able to play digitally because they had to download the game and then Xbox is like, hey you downloaded a digital copy. You can't play until twelve o'clock because the game's not released yet. So I was able to play before everyone because my download speed outpaced the availability of the
1: other editions. And you were just playing it up against other people that also got the game early?
0: Yeah, well there's it's a worldwide wide release, right? So like I was playing against other countries and like sure there were people who also went to GameStop on the East Coast and got it three hours early. Um and then once one person breaks Street Date, I'm sure all the other places were releasing it at nine o'clock. So I'm sure there's a few people. Eventually <laughs> I returned that game and that bought it digitally. For like, I mean, I I got like maybe forty bucks for it, and spent an extra twenty to get it digitally, and that's because I can't scratch up a digital copy. I kept my steelbook <sighs> series case. I kept all the free stuff I got with the edition I got, and then I got a few bonus things by de- buying it digitally about half a year later, and I bought it on sale, so like, I, I didn't really out too much money to flip from physical to digital and then again going back to the uh your friend gets a copy when you buy digitally my brother got to play uh call of duty but uh did you have anything else you wanted to talk about call of duty wise well
1: so competitive call of duty
0: okay so yeah you've always been into the competitive card. that's why you switched to 360 like you were saying earlier
1: yes Yes.
0: We lost. We lost touch for. I think we skipped over this a little bit, but we lost touch. We did. We definitely did. Like you got really into competitive on on Xbox,
1: like and very that was into not my,
0: that was very into competitive, which did the exact opposite for me because I was like, "Wow, you're stressing out about every game, dude," and you're you're happy when you win. And I'm sure those highs are really high, but those lows are probably also really low. And it kind of pushed me away from the ex- competitive. Like I knew what was going on. Like everyone knows. Uh, optic, like, and all that stuff. Like, I knew that much, and I, I tried a little GBS with you, right? I, I think we played a few, but in in the end, I, I decided that hey, this is something that I want to enjoy, and this competitive stuff is just stressing me out. So we, we kind of grew apart in that aspect. Yeah, so go yeah, ahead. Remember, so so, really you, well, well no, you you joined CNK, right? You joined. He betrayed our original clan guys. He he left well we i mean we were we weren't really part of the clan anymore, but he joined cNK right is that what it was called
1: <laughs> cNK I never really understood what it stood for, and yet it's still in my gamer <laughs> yeah it was this organization that this guy
0: no no they had they had a twitter they had they had their stuff together they had a squad like they they had like they were in my opinion from what I could see from the outside they were following in the steps of what the big teams are doing like they they had their branding they had their like i said their twitter every team had a twitter and still does i'm pretty sure um and and you guys had your call outs and like you guys would communicate with the teams you're facing against and it was cool it wasn't my scene we grew apart and now call of duty has done what it did in the beginning and it's brought us back together. Um I mean there was always other stuff mixed in. We did other things, but we kind of reconnected now, right? And well, yeah, and just to bring it all together with Call of
1: Duty, now this game, Call of Duty Modern Warfare mm-hmm. is not only does it have plenty of challenges, it's the best Call of Duty that has yet to be released and it's going to have the best competitive Call of Duty esports league yet. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I'm no, sure you're excited.
0: Yeah, no, I was looking into that. And so I did see, let me see here. So there's, from what I understand, there's 12 Call of Duty League teams. All of the, the I see a few names I recognize. So there's the Atlanta phase, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. There, def- there's,
0: there's the um, Optic Gaming, Los Angeles.
1: That's a shell. That's a shell now. But yeah, sure. Optic yeah. Gaming.
0: Okay, I'm sure you're going to want to talk about that a little bit more in a second. Um, Then there's a bunch of other um, things in here. I'm going to go through like Toronto Ultra, Seattle Surge, Paris Legion, New York Subliners. I really like that name. Minnesota Roikers, is that how you say that? I'm not sure. Um, Los Angeles Gorillas, London Royal Ravens, Empire Dallas, Florida Mutineers. And then uh, the team that I'm pretty sure you want to talk about, the Chicago Huntsmen.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, I and and this is just um, this is uh, very exciting to me because all of this is new information, and uh, you know when Pat and I decided to finally do this podcast, um, I was like, there's a topic that I've always been hovering around, but I never got into. And I've just got a glimpse of the esports environment today, and there's so much stuff, right? So, Chicago Huntsman, for those of you that are listening and that also follow Call of Duty Competitive back in the days, (coughs) I'm going to take it back to Optic Gaming, when they were owned and operated by Hector, Optic Hex, and basically... This guy created Optic Gaming and brought Brand up to a point where he decided to sell it. And so he sold Optic Gaming and then created a company called Energy Gaming. And that company owns Chicago Huntsman. And I think it's interesting that, like, even though it's a different company, a different name, it's it still feels that, like it's that that Optic Gaming. It's that original
0: owner, right? Like, yeah. it's... it's- so, we've already explained like I I wasn't always into competitive. But the thing I like about this year is that they're really making it look like like so I, I guess we should kind of take a step back, right? Competitive gaming gaming in general is just like when you hear gaming, like if Loing you're not a if, if you're not a gamer and you hear gaming, you're just like, "Oh, some kids playing games," right? But I'm sure uh, even if you're not in the gaming, you've heard about like uh what's his name with the Fortnite? Fortnite. For, yeah, Fortnite, but what's his name? Ninja. Um, ninja he's making millions these teams actually like it's all been building up right like they're like what leon was trying to do and did do a little of like there's all these ragtag teams not to call you a ragtag team but like it's these people meeting up and becoming teams and fighting for what they want um and it was kind of like underground in a way like optic was the top and they they were like the thing and if you wrote it It for so
1: underground yeah
0: yeah but if you voted for a team you knew of optic and you probably knew of phase too like between the two of those i wouldn't be surprised if you didn't know any other names but so the thing like i said the thing i like about this year is they they're going like so espn is did you know espn shows competitive gaming on their cable channels now like, I'm pretty sure they have a dedicated channel for competitive. They play Dota. I, I haven't followed the game like that. But it's, like, like Leon said, it's blowing up. Like, people are actually watching this stuff and intrigued. And, and then at the same time, you got, it's it was one of those things where, like, go to your grandparents and tell them to sign up for Facebook. Not many of them are going to do it, right? But in 20 years all of the grandparents are going to know what Facebook is because it was their generation. So like all these ragtag teams have grown into like adults now. Right. And they've all, they all have the history behind them. And now there's the ESPN contracts and there's these, all these teams that I love that it's becoming like, like a sports thing. Like it's like in my head, this is like the NBA of gaming or the NFL of gaming. So like that's, that's what intrigues me is that, they're like how professionally done these teams look
1: like they're like and and the best part is that like what this creates is accessibility you know because this attracts more people to watch competitive call of duty i mean i mean millions and millions of people play call of duty worldwide how many of those people are gonna be tuning in into and I could be maybe talking about into the hundreds of millions of Call of Duty players. Think about how many people are are going to tune in if they're able to execute well on this league. Now, yeah. I'm excited because there's a lot of money going into this, you know, and, like, there's this was an underground movement with a huge following, and that following has only been growing since its underground days. And a lot of these teams have players... That have been playing Call of Duty for eight, for you know, ten plus years that are still going, and they have a huge following. And you know, f- for example, Chicago Huntsman it has Scumpy, Scumper. You know, he used to be optic Scumpy, and then there's Formal. He used to be optic Formal. Two heavyweights aren't or, you know? How 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 does that? I know it's like Chicago Huntsman is a new thing. I never heard of that team name before, but how does that not bring excitement? I mean, yeah, I'm no, excited. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. I, now, I, like I said, the competitive, like, so I've never really followed sports crazy tight. Like, I vote for the home team, right? Like, uh, I, I, but I still watch Super Bowl, right? So, like, imagine like imagine someone like me, who but isn't in the gaming, right? Like, I don't follow football like that. I, I watch a game here or there. But I will watch that Super Bowl, right? So imagine how many people, if this takes off, who don't even watch gaming, are gonna be like, "Oh wait, this this is the World Championship of Call of Duty, and this is playing on ESPN right now." Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, now I, I can't confirm. It's gonna play on I'm not, I can't confirm it's gonna play on ESPN, but I, if it does, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I but mean, yeah, this uh,
1: game. I mean, doesn't call. I think here. Let me pull something up. I think Call of Duty is breaking records, right?
0: Yeah, every year. So, speaking of how much has been blowing up, uh, you, sh- you showed me our article earlier, and this says here, Call of Duty League players will have a minimum salary of $50,000, along with
1: other benefits. It's crazy that if I, instead of instead of me going to college, I would have just stayed home and play call of duty for 12 a day for two years it's crazy that i could have probably gotten a better job than a college graduate could get today
0: <laughs> uh i wouldn't say but here's the th- okay you say that but that's the equivalent to like if i would have just kept playing football i would be in the nfl right now you know like there okay, there no. is how, the roster of these teams are like what five players six players is it i would is it five i think it's five
1: I think it's up to 10 players. Okay, no. up,
0: to, up to 10 players. So 10 times 1, 2, 3, 12, so 120 people across the world are getting paid this for this season. So it's not a large roster. You know, like that's it's still hitting a lottery to become one of these players. And but I don't want to dismiss these players either because like you said, 12 hours a day playing a game isn't just gaming that's a job at that point you know like i'm sure there, i'm sure there's at least one person on each of these teams if not more who dreads waking up and playing the game non-stop for that having having to like of course they probably enjoy the game right but like oh dude i just don't want to play today right no that's not a choice at that point this is your job you have to play to keep to keep your accuracy on point point to be that winning team of the year, right? So, like, I don't want anyone to, like, just dismiss, like, oh, hey, these are just kids playing games. H- how old are these players? I don't know that. Like, I know they've been playing for a while, so I would assume they're at least in their 20s right?
1: Mid-20s, yeah.
0: Like, what's the oldest player that you know of? Or do you just not know?
1: I don't know. Okay.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if there were people in their 30s playing, though. Like, just out of the 120 people... If there's an older player somewhere in there. And we, oh, speaking of which, so we have the rosters. We have the rosters for all the teams, but one, right? The Chicago Huntsmen. Isn't that what you said? Or do we have all the rosters now?
1: We don't have all the rosters. I know that what team we're missing is Florida Mutineers, which is ironic.
0: That was the team. Uh, Got it. You said that's ironic?
1: Yeah, because, like, I'm really into esports. And there's a Florida team, but they don't have. A roster yet which you know oh yeah really so, i
0: mean i think you i don't know if we mentioned it earlier but so leon's from florida and i'm from maryland so if it wasn't for being a bunch of broke teens who both got ps3s and blackouts one at the same time we would have never known each other nor met each met up this year right so right
1: and and, and you know what's weird pat is it like we ended up playing together only by, like, process of elimination, because people started to drop out, and then it was only you that was always online. Yep. So then you and I just kept playing, and then I think we played a lot of Search and Destroy at first.
0: My favorite game mode back in the day. Oh, my God. Like, we were talking about competitive, right? But, like, in my head, I'm like, dude, if people could just understand the amount of thought process that goes through a round of search and destroy you Leon just take a step back right bomb was just planted there's two guys up and you're halfway across the map like what are you doing in that situation like there's so many like yeah you gotta listen you gotta you gotta okay I just I heard I heard someone walk across metal 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 okay there's train tracks 30 yards this direction in the map like I think there's a guy that way right like there's so much thought process that go. It's not just like, oh, I see people moving, shoot them. Because I could beat people... Now, I don't personally believe I have the best accuracy. Now, I, I may have better accuracy than some. And when I say accuracy, I mean locking onto a moving target and shooting them. But I definitely don't have the best. So my way that I win is, like Leon said earlier, I try to outmaneuver. I try to outthink people. I don't play by the... like. There's a a thing that you do. Oh, and that that was another thing that, like, kind of pulled me out of competitive, right? I feel like, at least on the low level of competitive, there's this mindset of, like, this is what you need to do. If you're not doing this, we lost the game because of that. Does that make sense? Like, why weren't you running this weapon? Why weren't you doing this thing? So that's what kind of pulled me out of competitive, but I'm always intrigued to see that person who, like, reminds me of myself a little bit right like the team that maybe they don't have the best accuracy but the plays that they pull out of their pocket like the things that they do you just aren't expecting that's what interests me and i know when you we talk about competitive call of duty that's on a different playing field and what i mean is you're not allowed to use everything that's in the game when you're doing competitive right so like maybe riot shield which is a big shield that protects you from bullets in one direction and a few other things. Um, That may not be allowed, but like in my head, I just imagine one of these competitive teams, like half of them running riot shields and the other ones like behind them. And like, just like odd strategies that would work. Like, that's what truly interests me. And if someone, if some of these teams can pull that out, then they'll have me hooked.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I think that we're going to see some incredible gameplay, especially this year. Uh, you know, I didn't watch any call, any competitive Call of Duty for the past two years, and I think that just happened because of adult life, but I can still remember uh, fairly well how it felt to experience a good play, and most of those good plays were made by like experienced teams that have been playing together, and when they're in the map they move together and you can see this move i mean i think that we're going to see a lot of that this year because a lot of the teams that are in this league were basically formed from previous squads that have been playing together for a while or like duos like two players that have been playing for a while and their chemistry is incredible and it's so much fun watching them play you know i'm just excited To see all this play out. And there's not a lot of information. Online because the league. Is not to start until like January. But so far. Everything that I'm seeing. Looks incredible. I'm excited.
0: Yeah. I mean I guess. I mean with that being said. I I guess at this point. It's just more of. We'll have to wait and see. And I'm sure if any other news comes out. We'll we'll have to cover that as well. And just. Let's. Take a step away from competitive what do you think of the new game
1: of modern warfare
0: yeah the reboot right so like the like we were saying a while it's 12 years of games right so they they did call of duty modern warfare sorry call of duty 4 modern warfare that was the game that got everyone hooked right but it's been yes. so long that the activision the publisher the people who put out the game now you have to understand there's multiple companies who release this game it's it's a yearly game put out by different companies each year um the the best equivalent i would have i guess in my head is like black mirror have you seen black mirror the show the show yeah if you haven't then you're in trouble
1: i have not all the seasons but i've seen some
0: but every episode is put out like there's different authors of every episode or doctor who same thing with them every episode is a different writer sometimes um sometimes people redo them things like that same thing with call of duty so there's modern warfare series there's the black ops series there's um there's advanced warfare and a few one-off things um but so ghosts yeah but the point is, it's been going on for so long that they've gone ahead and decided they want to take a step back and reboot the Modern Warfare series. So that's what this year's game is, right? So, I, I know you're enjoying it, but what w- what are your thoughts on it? Like, hi- elaborate.
1: Well, I okay, oh man, there's a lot of different opinions. I can't just summarize it on one thing, right? So let's 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 just break it down. Okay. Maps talk about maps
0: <sighs> maps that that's a hard one
1: man i, I i'm I, i'm speechless only I'm gonna, because I'm there's a lot bad. of maps that suck
0: yeah no i the game is good the maps are bad and a lot of people are saying that right and with with model with uh infinity ward which is the company that has produced this title activision publishes infinity ward produces the Modern warfare series uh, Infinity Ward has been saying that it's it's supposed to be realistic, right? So, like, what everyone in Call of Duty is used to is the three-lane map, right? You have a middle way, you have a left way, and you have a right way. Modern Warfare is more like, hey, this is, like, what a real place would be set up like. You're not going to have these lane structures. You're going to have buildings all over the place because that's what real life is like, right? So that, that was their thought process. It's like they're going for realism this year, Right. So, three-lane structures on every single map isn't realistic, right? And that's where they're coming from. And I want to say that because that's what they're saying. So, when I say they're bad maps, I'm saying they're bad. Well, let let me let you talk, I guess. What is your reasoning for them being a bad map, per se? Because I feel like there's good maps, too, right? So, like, what...
1: Well, okay. So... uh, but what are they talking about when it comes to like realism? That's what I don't get. Because for a lot of the maps, it still feels like there are three lanes, but now one side of the map can control the other side very easily because yeah. of all the nooks and crannies and 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 head glitches and and now there's peaking or what's that called? Mounting
0: mounting uh, okay well also okay so let's let's break it down
1: okay yeah first yeah so glitching.
0: Yeah. well explain
1: oh you don't know what head glitch okay right
0: well, i do but maybe someone right. listening doesn't
1: yes sorry i i'm very i apologize head glitching is essentially when
0: so it is you, a perspective uh, thing right yeah it, so it's, it's a perspective
1: when you, you see this yeah when you're the Person suffering from someone using a head glitch. Basically, what's happening is that somebody shot at you, and all you're able to see is the very tip of their head. So it's very hard to to shoot back. And meanwhile, when you look at the kill cam, their entire gun, everything is just, you know, they're they right. able to shoot at you.
0: Right. And so the reason behind it is when you're playing a shooter, a first-person shooter in particular, when you aim f- from your gun. Um, in Call of Duty, the bullets are coming from where your eyes are looking, right? So, and, and the reason they do that is because it feels good as the person shooting. Because if I walk up to a half a wall and I aim down my sights and I start shooting and I can see the guy's full body, but my bullets aren't going anywhere because they're hitting the wall beneath me, that's going to be very jarring for the person shooting, right? Hmm. So what, what happens is – it's no, it's known as a heglitch, like he was saying – since I can see the me as the person shooting at let's say Leon, if I'm behind a wall and only my head is looking out, I can shoot him because again, the bullets are coming from where my eyes are. but all he sees is my eyes. So you're looking at a very, very, very small target versus a very large target. so it, it yeah. seems it un, seems unfair and that's where the name comes from a head glitch because you it's It's just very unfair. It, it feels like it's just a glitch in the game, but it's not. it's it's perspective, yeah. um speaking of perspective though, um there's have you seen the videos um exclusive ace, I believe, or prestigious key? I watched a lot of YouTube, one of the two. They released a video basically explaining uh, there's another perspective issue issue in this game. And what happens is when you're close to a wall, like uh, like a corner of a building, right? If I'm coming around that corner, my whole body will be sticking out. If you're far away from that wall, you'll see me coming out before I can even see you. Because of perspective. So, like, people are getting sniped coming around corner before they can even get a chance to see the enemy.
1: Have oh, you seen that? No. Yeah. So, so, this happens if I'm, like, hugging a wall.
0: If you're and- hugging a wall and you ro- rotate around a corner you're left All let's say you're heading left around a corner right you're you're bank sorry you're banking right around a corner right Hmm. um and the, from the other person's perspective the left side of your body is going to be sticking out before you can even look around that corner does that make oh, sense
1: oh yeah
0: and because of your perspective you can't even see anything yet. you just see a wall so by the time you come around that corner this guy's already aiming at you and getting ready to shoot and you just realize he's there and you're dead. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, now supposedly this hasn't I've never noticed this issue before and honestly in the game I barely noticed it myself, but I if you watch the video clip that's going surf, surfacing around, it's pretty gnarly. Like you got to look it up. It it's sorry, all over the place, but yeah, perspective head glitching. Um, I threw you off a little, a little off topic, but where were you going with that?
1: With the, what I was trying to get at is that with, they're trying to do realistic maps. Right. But I've noticed that most of the maps still has somewhat of a three-lane structure in it, but now there's more of a above ground. There's a lot of, like, a lot of stories, a lot of windows, a lot of, a lot of places where people can head glitch. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these maps, so they have this issue. And some of these maps are too big. So, you, I mean, what I've experienced as a new player, because I haven't played Call of Duty that much in the past two years, and I've been trying to play this game a lot, mm-hmm. is that, like, I get frustrated when I get killed. And then I run back towards where the action is happening, which you have to run for a little bit to get to somewhere where you can, you know, try to find a kill. And then I get killed by somebody that's just waiting for me. That's just aiming down like from a head glitch from a window. And I've noticed this happening in a lot of the maps. Basically, the maps in this game are not the greatest. The gameplay is incredible. Um,
0: Right. You're right. Like, so it looks good. It feels good. But just so so before I forget to add on something that Infinity War was saying is that they feel like Call of Duty has gone in one direction and that direction is run and gun. And with the release of this game, they did mention that they wanted to enable other styles of gameplay. Now, to just simplify that, they wanted to enable camping. They, they, wanted, they wanted new players to be able to set up in a house and get a few kills. Hmm. I don't know how much they thought about people who are actually decent at the game doing the same thing and taking advantage of it but um yeah it's it's been a very slow-paced game and i think the maps play towards that um a lot of running uh to die right away sometimes um or like so uh, sorry i need to clarify camping um is what it sounds like you kind of just sit up in one spot you don't move too much you you cover all your exits which might sound fun to someone who's new at the game because hey people are going to come at me and i'm going to kill them right i'm going to get points right but you're not really experiencing the whole map and that's the general concept Like, like people are like you're not really doing anything you're just what you're doing is being the counter to what i'm trying to do and what i'm trying to do is experience the whole map run around get a bunch of kills but when i come across your building that you've gone ahead and set up uh, claymore uh which is like a trip mine um and uh just you're covering all the windows and you're just sitting in a corner hiding behind some garbage or some chairs or whatever and, sure. and classic it's just, yeah no like that's that's camping and it becomes frustrating for someone who wants to actually run around and experience the whole map um, because you have to slow down yourself and it just slows the whole game down.
1: Couldn't agree more. Now, right. you know, if we move on to graphics, gameplay, how smooth the game feels. Um, I love all the weapons, I love how customizable they are.
0: Phenomenal. Um, like, yeah. <laughs> you can do, like, it's a game right so people find ways to have fun so me and leon were playing and i think yeah you had to step away for a second Uh, i i never sent you the screenshot i'll send it to you now but uh, you can so you have these gestures and you can spray paint things in the game just because well you can spray paint your teammates and literally paint your teammate a different color if you feel feel the need to do so and i just had a fun old time, not playing the game the way you should play it, and just spray painting my teammate, and watching <laughs> watching Leon come back to the game, unbeknownst to him that he is now a bright neon green running around the map, and everyone just <laughs> sees him right away, and he just falls to the ground. It, it, just good times.
1: Yeah, you never did send me that. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna send understand. it to
0: you because it was it was worth it. I don't know how do how do you feel about the Call of Duty talk? You feel like we <laughs> would put an hour in a Call of Duty talk? I, uh, is there? I mean, we can always chop this up a little bit. We can make it. a, We can do more than one episode right now. We can Just keep talking, break it up into a few different things. How you feeling?
1: Well, there's just so much to talk about Call of Duty. I mean, I especially... know, but
0: uh, just to clarify for anyone who is still paying attention, if you are listening, uh, I don't expect these to all be. Of course, they are. Of course they are. I don't expect all of these to be about Call of Duty. Um, I want to talk about other things for sure. Mostly gaming-related, tech-related, just whatever interests me at the time. Yeah, I don't um,
1: think... I, I, I personally think that, that yes, we are going to be gaming-related, but I'm just going to let you know, Pat, uh, we can talk about anything. And I think anything and everything is fair game as far as when it comes to this podcast i,
0: I don't know I, I can agree up until a certain point i think uh personally i want to stay away from politics uh that's just my okay. personal opinion
1: but like what can we talk about the universe and like how we're the we're just this little tiny rock right? if you want to
0: talk about that i'm down to talk about it. okay that.
1: good all right, all right so we're okay <laughs> with <that. All> right. <laughs> yeah no me neither i mean i just you know politics toxic yeah ideas are helpful anyway
0: did you did you get the screenshot
1: on xbox yeah
0: you look like the hawk is what you look like i'll i'll put the screenshot up on screen for everyone else
1: can i, I jesus that's hilarious dude <laughs> yeah
0: uh all right <laughs> that's I, I, so I, funny let's 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 talk about some other stuff. And I wanted to talk about streaming services and maybe a little bit about subscriptions. Let me ask you, are you personally subscribed to Netflix, Hulu, anything like that? Uh, Maybe uh, Spotify or uh, a music streaming service?
1: Let's just say that I have access to. So what you're saying is you
0: share an account.
1: Let's just say that I have access to okay, certain services, and, uh, yeah. Okay, but, no,
0: no, no, but, like, that even, look, Netflix and those people share, right? You're allowed to stream up to, like, six devices. Who the hell is looking at six devices at one time? No one. The, like, these companies know people share accounts. My thing is, so... That, I mean, that's one thing, right? Like sharing accounts, it, it's strange how that's common. For let me just give my opinion on the whole streaming takeover.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I am damn glad it's happening. When but, I'm okay, off of my but own, like, are I you
1: talking not, about? I'm talking like... in,
0: in reference to replacing cable because cable is stone age, in my opinion. Okay. It's like seventy dollars for a cable package. And they try to get you, too, because they know no one needs cable anymore. But they're going to throw in these packages, and they're going to say, for $10 more, you get the internet with it. Otherwise, for the internet by itself, you're going to be paying like 50 bucks. And it's like, well, when you put it that way, I'll get the cable. Look, save yourself. A m- no one needs cable anymore. Everything is online. There's YouTube TV. There's Sling TV. If you need a streaming TV service, use those. But I guess what brought this up in my head, have you heard of Disney Plus? All over the news. All over the news. Are you going to get it? Are you going to check it out? Are you going to borrow someone's account? What, what, what are your, how do you feel about this?
1: Well, give me a reason to get Disney Plus. What kind of shows do they have that are special? Well, What's...
0: all of the Marvel stuff, right? They bought Marvel. So that that's probably going to be a big pull for a lot of people. Because Netflix is going to lose all their mm. Marvel stuff. They're, they're running their contracts out, and I'm pretty sure ne- uh, Disney is not going to renew that stuff.
1: Okay. So they have Marvel. What else?
0: I mean, maybe not for us, but they have all the Disney like princess movies. They have all the Disney shows from our childhood. Uh, I mean... I'm not saying I'm getting it. I have a friend who just got it, or says they're gonna get it. But like, I'm I'm intrigued too. Like, what's gonna I make me know.
1: actually
0: get net? Like, I have Netflix, right? And I have Amazon Prime. So right there alone, I have a huge library of content. I personally don't think I need Disney Plus. You what? know, I, I was saying like I have I have Netflix and I have Amazon Prime, which gives me amazon video or, or whatever it is so i personally don't need, think i need disney plus
1: that's what i'm saying like i mean the, like if you're trying to watch a marvel movie rent it out for 250 you can rent four of those a month and there's your disney plus membership
0: that's true but now what if disney plus releases those movies the same time they are released in theaters
1: oh i don't know if they do that man I don't know. That's smart. Or,
0: the, or, or like a week later, like okay, the first week is theaters, and then week two is Disney Plus, and then three months down the road, everyone else gets it. You yeah. know, the down the biggest downside of to these streaming services is that there's too many of them. It, it's gonna like.
1: Um, yeah. No. I mean, I agree. Um, only a couple of. Uh, it's gonna get to a point. It's gonna. Where... Improve it's going to be inconvenient
0: right when i start paying just as much as i would for cable for just having streaming services that's when i'm going to be like uh no
1: like maybe i don't need this maybe i don't need that
0: let let me let me cut hulu let me cut amazon well that's the thing see amazon's got you though because i don't need an amazon video subscription But you're damn sure I have it because I need my Amazon Prime. I want that two-day shipping. (laughs) So it's included with everything else.
1: That's crazy. You're crazy, bro.
0: It's it's like $50 a year or something like that. That may seem like a lot, but getting two-day shipping, dude, go ahead. Go to any website and go order something that's not from Amazon. They're going to charge you like $6 to have shipping within like a week. It's like okay, it it adds up very quickly.
1: Yeah, it does. Add, uh, it does add up. It's just, I guess, paying the fifty up front.
0: Yeah, that's that, that, it, it, If they could do monthly, it'd be better. But they've got their system and it, it works. So on, on the note of stream... oh, so go ahead because this is going to be kind of a segue.
1: So it, right, right. Well, honestly, streaming doesn't affect me that much right now because I don't really. Pay, pay for it. any subscriptions because I don't have the money. Like I can't afford paying for subscriptions. I would much rather pay for a good phone plan and a good phone. Yeah. And if I'm gonna pay for any subscription, it would be Xbox Live. And that's just because I'm a cheap ass. <laughs>
0: yeah, you are a cheap have, ass. No, I'm just I have,
1: kidding. <laughs> I have I Have YouTube. I got my podcasts, and that's it. And then I'm trying to be more creative. I'm trying to write more, you know. I'm just trying to
0: read yeah. more. Yeah. So
1: yeah. But the, on a segue.
0: Yeah. So, just segueing away from the, the the video streaming, how much do you know about Google Stadia? Because th- this is this is a different type of streaming.
1: So, I've only been learning about it for the past couple of days, um, and. You know, quite frankly, it's crazy, and I'm almost skeptical, Um, you know, because I've struggled to have access to high-quality gaming throughout my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, oh, you need a powerful PC. Oh, you you need a PlayStation now. Oh, you need an Xbox. You telling oh, me that
0: dude look at look at look at the original the fat Xbox versus the X. Like there's comparison videos online, like or loading times or SSD versus solids, well, same thing, but SSD versus disk drives. and like the so let me lay it out there for everyone. Google stadia is a streaming service for video games. so you won't have any physical. Me- you, how we talked about earlier where I said I like to download all my games well then you have to worry about getting the game downloaded then you can play it so you have to wait that like if it's like a 50 gig game you got to wait those two hours three hours right so this is click play it works the best way to describe it in my opinion uh, they they say it's not Netflix right because on Netflix you pay for a subscription and everything's free Now, there will be a subscription option with Google Stadia, but there will also be a free option. Um, And I can get into the differences between the two.
1: Um, Please. What's the the difference between the the premium and the free?
0: So so the premium, the, the only differences are the premium will give you about a free game or two a month um they haven't really gone into details but you're gonna be getting free games to add to your collection as long as you keep paying for the service um to play and again you don't download these games they're just added to your library you click play they work imagine uh you remember do you you remember Mini Clips, the website
1: i mean i'm sure it's still a website dude it's I'm be. sure,
0: yeah, I'm sure it is. L- let me say here. Mini Clips. Of course. Uh, I feel like they haven't even changed their logo in all these years. Commando 2. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I get so off topic. Sorry. Remember the, remember, okay, Mini Clips, the games, Flash games. The games, or the Disney games, like the the uh, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody games, or like the Kiss Next Door games, the cartoon <laughs> Network games. Like, you click play, it loads for like two seconds, and you're in a game. Imagine that, but without the loading. Like, it's literally, you're on a website, you click play, the full game is there. Uh, you have the best quality game. The You click it, and you play. So the 4K is the paid version. 1080p is the free version. And you get access to a on demand service so you pay, you buy a game and it becomes available to play and then if you're paying the monthly fee then you can play these games that they give you as well or you can buy games in addition so unless there's a free to play game at some point you'll be buying something
1: huh. see that that to me is, okay, so just, I'm, I'm doing a speed test, right? Okay. Because according to Google's website on Stadia, for the best performance to play in 4K at 60 frames per second with 5.1 surround sound, you need around 35 megabits per second. Right. And my internet, I have 239 megabits per second. And I'm just thinking, like, I mean, do I have really good internet? Or does Google Stadia perform so well that it requires that little internet connection?
0: Oh, dude, they've been working on compression and everything. So I I just did the test myself. Based on your current download speed of 403 megabytes, we expect that you have a high performance gaming experience on Stadia. So they they seem to think I have more than I need. So okay, so to go back, so the reason we're checking our internet speeds again because we're streaming games in this in this new system. So the only l- limitation you're going to have is your internet speed. Now, even if you live even if you can't get good internet on your house, since it's a streaming service, you'll be able to play these games on your phone. On your TV, on your computer, on your netbook, on that tablet you you put away three years ago,
1: you but like, how does it work? How is this possible?
0: Well, you've run into one problem, and it's the problem that a lot of the hardcore gamers are saying. Now, with call of duty, it's a first person shooter. Those are the one of the most intensive types of games where every millisecond counts. If you don't whoever sees that person first it has a huge advantage. Okay. So the biggest issue is that if you have any kind of delay while streaming, so if if a game is local, and what I mean is if you download the game or you have a disc, when you click the button A to jump, you will jump right away. When you are streaming a game and you click the button A to jump, your get- controller needs to talk to your game system. Then, then the game system has to talk to the server. And the server has to say, okay, the player needs to jump. All of those little loops that has to jump through are going to take time. And time is something that's not really an option when it comes to the gaming. So that's something they've been working really hard on. And that's one of the biggest, like, are we there yet questions like, People are like, is this going to really work, or is this just hype? And honestly, time is the only thing that will tell us, but I have faith in it. Like, okay, so I actually already have access to the service. Not Google Stadia, but streaming, game streaming is the next big thing, by far. Yeah. And every company is getting into it. What's the lag like? We're talking milliseconds, like less than, like... Okay, so the games will be running at, a, I believe, 120 hertz. And what that means is 120 things will happen per second. I might be saying part of this wrong, but I'm, I'm accurate enough for this to make sense and me not to be too wrong. But with things happening 120 seconds, uh, even if things are a few seconds behind, the game will be able to catch up before you even notice anything. Your, your brain can only process so much at a time. I have no... Expectation that this will not work for anything outside of shooters, and maybe if you're competitive fighters, like if you're playing City Skylines, one of those Typhoon games, let me just go through the list Minecraft. Um, what else do we have here? Platformers, all of these games you will not have one issue playing while streaming because. The input delay is going to be so little, and you're not really playing against anyone for it to matter. Um, so single player games are going to take off on game streaming first.
1: Yeah. But, so you, I mean, you know what it's going to be like? It's basically going to be like, you you jumping in on Netflix and you know yeah. watching a show for eight hours. No, you just jump on Stadia and play a game because you can play any game. That's that's just incredible yeah and you but know But again
0: remember you do <coughs> you do have to pay for these games now what i think is going like pull 60 dollars each it depends it's it's whatever the publisher of the game decides right so i imagine a game like activision or rockstar if rockstar was to release grand photo on on their on stadia i'm sure they will charge you the 60 dollars now the question Becomes what happens when a game like Fortnite comes to stadia, right? Think about that. Fortnite has a huge following. It makes the microtransactions make them a lot of money. It's a free to play game. And if you can get that on Stadia or Project X Cloud, which is Microsoft's project for Xbox, they're pushing everything into cloud gaming um. PlayStation Now was a service that is still currently available and already is available, but only works on older games. Um, And Sony's also working on updating their their cloud gaming as well. There's just so many companies that are going to get into cloud gaming. If you can get a game like Fortnite into cloud gaming, and little Timmy from down the street that has a smartphone and a controller can play actual Fortnite which is already possible on a mobile phone, but, like, with really good graphics on a controller, then I think that's going to be what takes... I think free-to-play games, as well as single-player games, are going to be the, the two things that really pulls streaming to the front forefront. I'm excited. I'm, I'm so excited, I've already pre-ordered Stadia. Uh, it's not so a game I'm- console... Yeah. It, it's a streaming service so what I'll get in my founder's pack is a Chromecast which is just a little streaming stick has no storage in it very little storage like I'm talking megabytes or less no it's just a Wi-fi stick really you plug it into a HDMI port and you can stream stuff
1: and a controller and 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 that's and that's what you paid one hundred and twenty nine dollars for
0: I paid one hundred twenty nine dollars for that. Which will and it will also give me three months of access to the service before anyone else can use it, uh, because the game it was, Google State it doesn't officially release until I believe February or something like that or January, but founders get it in a couple weeks. Here, I'll, I'll have it. I can actually check my order. It tells me it will be delivered like on the twenty second or something like that.
1: You know that controller looks so, so looks so nice.
0: Yeah, I mean personally. My favorite controller is the Xbox One controller. I have the Elite controller here. It's got buttons on the back. I can do whatever I want with it. I'm excited for the Xbox One V2 controller. But personally, I wish it had... Or maybe they can enable it with updates. I wish you could connect it directly to a router. Now, the controller that's going to come with my game system, instead of connecting to the Chromecast or quote-unquote game system that i'm currently playing on it will actually connect directly to the wi-fi so remember earlier when i was talking about the controller can, uh, communicating that a button press to the game system or or whatever and then that processing it up to the server and then the server processing what's going on mm-hmm. their controller is going to cut one of the the well it's going to cut part of that out so it will- re- reduce latency instead of it connecting to the console or slash chrome stick or whatever you want to call it it's going to connect directly to the internet and directly to the server
1: I see um, so that, was, um, that will reduce lag i when when you when we talk anytime I think about this stuff, I'm just amazed at how quick it all happened.
0: It hasn't happened yet, right? But it will happen. I, I I promise you that. It there's too much money into it at this point for it not to happen. It's it's the next VR, right? VR had to happen. There had to be a new way to play your game that was more immersive. This is the opposite end. There has to be a new way for you to play your game without you having to go out there and download it or go out there and buy. We were just talking about this, right? We didn't get Xboxes because there was a monthly subscription fee. Well, imagine if you didn't have to buy the game system and all you had was that monthly subscription fee or no fee at all. If you say, hey, all I want to do is pay for a game and play it, the only option out there as of right now would be Stadia when it's released. I don't need anything but one device. That one device could be a computer, a Chromebook, a laptop, a phone, a TV with a Chromecast, any of those things. And, and a can, controller. And and a controller. Or mouse and keyboard for all that matters. You can play with mouse and keyboard. They are allowed. You can play with other controllers. Their controller is set up to reduce latency and give you some other little features, but if I want to use my Xbox controller on my computer and play Stadia, I can do that.
1: I you know, do you think eventually first-person shooters will be equally as good on Stadia than on console? Like, can we actually ever reach <laughs> that point where the latency is?
0: No. I don't think they will ever be equal, but I think they will become a point where it's negligible to the point where it it, it just doesn't matter. Um, and I I don't think we're that far off, right? Okay, so I mentioned earlier that I already have access to a streaming service. Um, It's the preview for Microsoft's service. It's on my phone right now. It's called streaming. It's literally just called streaming. And when I launch it, it's called Game Streaming Preview. It logs me into my Xbox account, and I have four games here. I have Sea of Thieves, which is like a third-person pirate simulator cartoonish game so okay latency is not going to be a huge issue in that game right you are just it's more of a casual game definitely some intense combat but like when we're talking microseconds of latency not a big deal right killer instinct which is a fighting game and if you're in competitive fighting you may notice some latency but if you're just a casual fighter like me i barely play fighting games they barely interest me
1: I, I played
0: it on I played it on here. I, I wouldn't know the difference, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No
0: problem. Now yeah. now what gets me. I think
1: are weird. Just throwing it out there. I agree. First person yeah. shooters are much better.
0: First person shooters aren't the only game style I like, but fighters are definitely one I don't like. Oh, Soul Calibur though. Good game. All right. So Coming back around, there's four games on this list that I'm allowed to play on the streaming service currently. The t- this is the beta test, so that I can try stuff out, give them feedback, psych so stuff. Right? These other two games are what got me. I can play Halo Five Guardians and Gears Five on the streaming service. Those are both shooters, and I don't know how they want to how they work. Like I haven't tried them yet. I-, I should. I'm gonna I'm gonna try them and get back to you guys next time. But They kind of scare me, because I understand the concept behind everything, right? I know that shooters are going to be the hardest test. But it it intrigues me very much that they are on the beta test. Like, hey, here's our hardest scenario. Go give it a shot. The fact that they have that much faith in the system already tells me it's going somewhere.
1: You know? It's going to be huge. I mean, technically, Google Stadia um, saw the opportunity and gaming and decided to undercut microsoft and sony
0: oh for sure sony because is all the consoles they sold did you know sony is partner partnering partnering with xbox for the streaming services
1: yeah like yeah i did that's
0: that's how you know they caught them off guard sony was like and, wait what we can't be left behind
1: yeah and you know It's very lucky that Microsoft had the infrastructure to, you know, immediately respond to Google's progress in uh, gaming streaming, because Google just came out of nowhere.
0: (laughs) Well, Google has money, right? Google can do whatever they feel like.
1: Tons of it. So, I mean, mean, Google Glasses. um, Let's not forget.
0: Yeah, let's not forget Google+. Plus. <laughs> Did you know there's a whole website dedicated to Google uh, applications that have died? Apparently, there's a lot of them. And that, oh, oh, so that's, that's another concern that people have, right? So the people who like having disc copies of their games and stuff, they're like, hey, okay, if I play. Sorry, I just want to make sure. Uh, if I play this game and the servers get shut down, I'll still have this game to play. I have the disc right here. But if I buy a game on Google Stadia and their server's shut down, what happens to the game I paid for? That That's a big concern people have. Yeah. And I, I can understand it, right? But Google's a smart company. They're not going to piss off a huge consumer base. That, that would not be good business, right? I don't care how many years down the road it is. 30 years down the road, no one's playing Stadia. But, like, 500 people and they're like sorry we have to shut down the servers your games are gone those 500 people will speak up and it will be bad pr they're not gonna do servers are expensive as the space they take up and they're only getting better and better which means a server to run older games becomes cheaper and cheaper right so the cost of running the servers yeah, the cost of running the games that you currently purchase today will become cheaper and cheaper for Google as time goes on. So it's not like I don't foresee them shutting down the servers. Even if their Google Stadia business fails, they will still allow you to play the games you purchase, in my mind, right? There would be no reason for them not to be able to let you do that. Mm-hmm. So that, that's like a non-issue for me, personally.
1: Or they give you a digital copy
0: yeah or or they're like hey our servers are shutting down you can from now on out you can download a copy of the game simple as that all right how you feeling
1: i was eating ice cream Mm
0: -hmm. I'm, i'm pretty tired so that being said uh if you uh enjoyed this at all let us know in the comments we're gonna be talking about other stuff more than just call of duty we will talk about tech and like everything Anything that comes to mind.
1: I mean, at the end of the (laughs) day... The space and rocks. I mean, at the end of the day, this is just, you know, two guys that met each other over 10 years ago that somehow stick together just through gaming and Call of Duty and developed a passion. Or through their passion, gaming, they stuck together. And here we are just trying to start a podcast talking about anything and everything that interests us and hopefully the topics that we talk about entertain and you know we just want to stir up a conversation and have a great time and we hope that you are too
0: yep he said it best have a good night peace
1: (laughs) that was fun